Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Key, you can join the conversation. Are you aware of this, that people listening to us right now can join the conversation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 729-3776. And we've been asking all morning, gentlemen, would you rather get blown out in a championship game as, as a fan? Rather your team get blown out in the championship game as TCU did last night, 65-7. to Or just not get to that game at all. Lose a tough game in the, in the, in the conference final, in the, in the semifinal. Key, let me ask you this question. You ready? I'll answer it for you. Because here's how it pertains to a fan base. I want to ask you a couple questions too, but go ahead. Dallas Cowboys. You think their fan base would rather get to a championship game and get blitzed or lose early? I think they would I think yep. they yep. would rather get to a championship game. game. Yep. Exactly. But you changed it a little. You said or lose early. I'm saying lose tough in the conference. Whatever your last game is, and that would be let's say the penultimate game, the second to last game, and you lose that tough better than getting blown out in the finals. If you're saying blown out in the finals, you, you don't have any playoff wins at all, that's a little different. If you're a Cowboys fan, would you rather I, if I think get to the conference championship and no, lose they, a they haven't been to they haven't oh. been to a conference championship in so long that yeah. they want to get to the conference championship. Yeah, right. No matter what happens, the outcome of their they just want to at least yeah. get there. As a Cowboy fan, you want to get there. It's a great thought experiment, though, Jay, because really what you're pointing out is you said earlier. I'm a Yankees fan. He's a, a, a you know a Lakers fan. Anything but but, but I the like. point is, when you root for the powerhouses, you're from Duke, right? Like when you root for the powerhouses, sometimes as a fan, you're like, man, if we're gonna get blown out, I wouldn't even. But if you're thirsty, mm-hmm. if you're if you're from a sorrier franchise, and what you're sorry really pointing out is, Cowboys are sorry. Cowboys are sorry <laughs> because Cowboy, Cowboys have not been. The gold standard of the National Football League in 20-something years. 20-something, almost uh, more than a quarter century. It's like 27 let's, years Let's now. say it that way rather than sorry. Well, if it's over a quarter century, you're not sniffing a championship. I mean, there's a lot of teams that go through droughts. Yep. This one just happens to have a cap on it, though. Yeah, this drought is in the – they're in the middle of the desert. <laughs> <laughs> they got a cap on it. No water's flowing at all whatsoever. Not, not at all. See, so it makes sense. So you got to, yeah. you know, it, makes sense. Yep. look, Georgia took TCU to the woodshed. No question about it. TCU was overmatched going into the game. Michigan wasn't as good as advertised, even though they did what they did to their arrival in Ohio State. Ohio State wasn't as, as bad. If they would have played Michigan a second time, I almost promise you Ohio State would have turned the table on them and did what they did to them the second time around. Are we seeing the beginning of a dynasty? Can you already call it a dynasty, Georgia, back-to-back champion? Not only do you go back-to-back, no one's done it in the college football playoff era, like since the, since the uh, you know, we've had the playoff. Well, twenty last time back-to-back champion was at Alabama in 2011-2012. Yeah. Right, and that was before they had the playoff. So this is... You know, like in this, in this, and also the fact that it happens after the portal and NIL and Alabama was the recent power for, for decades now. And, and, and now, just like that, the world changes in Georgia. But they didn't just go back to back. They went back to but back. See, and in the second one, they won by 58 points. But the Georgia job wasn't a, a desert to start with for Kirby Smart. It wasn't a bad job. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Whatever happened, they just got mad at Mark Rick because he wasn't getting them over the hump. But they were a perennial 
10-win type team every single year. They couldn't get past Alabama. Yeah. They couldn't get past, like, LSU. So, in the end, this program was already kind of solid. He took it to the next level, and now he goes – he's been there seven years. He's gone, I think, three championships, won two of them. It, it's changing a little bit, but what's getting ready to happen is so much parity is going to happen when they start this 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 uh, new 12-team uh, – Playoffs. Slate that's coming in twenty what twenty twenty four right? I think it's twenty twenty four. That it, six is it four? It's next. I year thought it was four. four. I, I thought it was twenty four. Twenty. I think, it, I think you're right, Keith. Twenty four. Twenty four. I yeah. thought it was twenty four. Right. And and when they start this, it, oh, you're gonna have teams like TCU. It's like basketball. What you call it, Jay? Bracket busters or something yep. like that? Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna have twenty four. Twenty five. Yep. Twenty four. Twenty five. You didn't trust me. You, oh, you I had trust to go. but verify. <laughs> you almost made me curse. But you're going to have teams like TCU, all of a sudden, they might be the 11th seed, or, and then they come up and get somebody. Or you're going to have teams out of nowhere. You're going to have a you know, a, a team like Texas Tech, all of a sudden, they get in there and they come and they pop a team that you didn't expect. So this is – I can't wait for that to happen. College football is going to be really fun then. So about it being a dynasty, Max, <laughs> listen to this. Since an eight-win debut in 2016, Curry Smart has gone 72 and 10 over six seasons. During that span, the Dogs have been to five SEC championship games, won two SEC titles, and played in three CFPs. They won it all for the first time since 1980. Last season, Georgia hasn't finished ranked lower than seventh in the AP top 25 over the last six seasons. If he wins it all next year, does he replace Saban as the gold standard? Because one thing to say the program does is another thing to say the coach does. But if you win three in a row, uh, you know, especially you know, as I, said, I think it all depends on where Saban finishes. If Nick Saban's in the championship, I mean, come on. But if Nick Saban is ranked 19th in the country. No matter yeah, what Saban does, the, though, Key, it's hard to argue. I'm not talking about track record versus track record. I'm talking about one dude got three in a row. Yeah, like, but that's if, hard but to if, argue. But if Alabama, but if Alabama is finishing in the top five, man, top five program, it's big time. Everybody ain't gonna win a championship. So even if Georgia won the next year and Alabama say let's finish third or fourth, and they didn't go to the college football playoff, I mean they didn't go to the championship, but they were in the college football playoff. That's that's still a lot, man. That's a lot to overcome. Saban won seven chips, though. Man. No question. Oh, no, I'm not. Seven, no, we're like, not talking about longevity. Wait, I know. I'm talking about like at the moment. At the moment, I hear you. So it's one thing you I mean, can do. Just you making it sound like he didn't win the championship a couple years ago. Oh no, no, no. That's why I'm saying <laughs> Saban. Dabo looked like he was no, challenging I'm for a second, and Saban Max, said, "No, it's still my world." But if Kirby wins three in a row, yeah, but that's okay. He wins three in a row, but it's not like Nick Saban did just win one. He, like, just won one, what, like four years ago? Let me ask I know, you a question. I, I, no, I get it. I'm saying three in a row is a huge thing to do. A lot of people are talking about, too, if, if Bama were in instead of TCU. Like, what do you think that matchup would be? Georgia-Bama? Yeah. See, that's the thing. Now that you're talking about it. I don't want to see that again. If Kirby Smart were to beat Nick Saban for the title to win his third in a row, it would psychologically, no matter what you think, feel like a passing of the torch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want to see that again, though. You want to hear from Kirby Smart? Absolutely. Here is the coach himself on the challenges of next year. The biggest challenge is the same thing it is in all of the world. The world we live in today, it's society we live in, entitlement. 
So the minute that you think you're entitled to, to winning games and, and you don't have to work hard, Coach, Coach Dykes and I were talking about it, you know, the, the uphill battle for those guys is you think that you just inherit success. And uh, I personally think next year is going to be a much, much more difficult challenge over this year because we had so many guys leaving last year. Uh, we got a lot of guys coming back. So complacency, thinking you forgetting all the steps you had to take to get to where you are. But yeah, uh, that won't that won't happen with his team. Obviously, he's the one talking about it, and right? He know, and he knows that he's just talking to them and letting them know through the media. It won't happen with Kirby Smart's teams. It doesn't happen with guys that coached under Nick Saban. It just doesn't. Um, the ones that have gone on to have success, because you learn something from coaches like this it's all part of that the whole it's a big bucket right it's all the it starts with parcels it trickles down to belichick it moves over to saving it it has some some legs with lane and kirby smart and sarkeesian you know so it, it just that's just the whole lay of the land when you come from that sort of big pot of people, you take something from every one of them. And I know Kirby Smart knows better than to be a cop, have his players be sitting around thinking it's just that easy. Jason in Raleigh. You're on with Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Hey, guys. How are you, man? What's up, Jason? What's up, Jay? What's up, Jay? So, I'm an Ohio State fan, right? Mm-hmm. And I would much rather play Georgia before the championship game in a really close game, then win that game, go to the championship game, and get blown out. No doubt about it. I'm with you, Jason. Yeah, I'm with you too, Jason. I'm with you too, Jay. Wait, are you? <laughs> are you? Because he's a Buckeye fan. Once again, oh, certain with programs him for you have certain, certain programs you have standards. It's either win or bust. So it's okay for TCU to get <clears throat> shop yes. ran on them because yes. they've never been in this situation. Yes. Yeah, That's see, I, I still wouldn't want them. Corey in New York. You're on with Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Hi, Kiwi. <laughs> Hi, Kiwi. Hey, guys. What's up, Corey? Yeah, I love when you call Hey, me. I'm a Michigan <laughs> I love you guys, too. Um, I'm a Michigan fan. I'd rather uh, beat TCU and have a chance in the championship. Because every time you go, like, if you go in the championship, you have a chance. Just like the NFL playoffs, you have a chance. No, you're, you think, Corey, you're uh, undoing like, you're undoing the whole point. You're saying you have a chance, but I'm saying you now you know what happened. And in retrospect, you did not have a chance. You lost by fifty-eight points. No matter what you say, Max, when that draw came, it wasn't a chance. I knew that. Right. Yeah. And I, like seriously, come on, man. I get well, it. It's a good story. I understand. When it was seventeen seven and Duggan had the ball and they're at med and they're at it's midfield. Cute. It's cute. At that moment, if they score, they they didn't. But they and, wouldn't go and, score. And it's even 17-10 or 17-14. All of a sudden, it's a very different feel, but right? Matt, it's mm-hmm. a different, it was different when it was 10-7. It felt different. Yep. But yep. it was never – And Georgia, if they kept playing, they would have a 108-point lead, not a 58-point lead. Uh, Georgia yeah, right. just a different – it's okay. It's, Georgia's a different team than TCU. Class That's tells all. over time. The, the, the big longer receiver that game in Quinnen Johnston. Quinnen Johnston was up against it yesterday. Right. He disappeared. I mean, he just disappeared, but he'll learn. So the NFL playoffs, we're staring at him coming up. To the max level of trust for NFC quarterbacks. NFC quarterbacks in the playoffs. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio.
Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Level of trust for NFC quarterbacks in the playoffs here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Shannon? All right, here we go. Zero fifty or to the max. Key, I will start with you. Dak Prescott, what's the level of trust here for Rain Dakota Prescott? Zero fifty or to the max? I'm going to say 50. I'm going to go 50 with him because he's disappointed me over the last several weeks of just turning the football over. I think he's still a very good quarterback. He has to completely stop turning the ball over else the Dallas Cowboys will be home with us early in the playoffs. And I think that they're going to teach him that and talk to him about that this week before they go down to Tampa. I'm going to go ahead and say zero. I want to believe in Dak. I just – there's a feeling for me that sometimes when the game matters and there are big moments, I just haven't seen Dak come through the way I would need him to do yet. So I have zero trust. And I'm kind of tired of giving him the benefit of the doubt too, Max, because I think go, that's what we end up doing. I'm going to go zero hey. because it's the Cowboys. And I think when you add it all up, I just don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl, right? So there will be – but it's not like – Dak in another situation, I would go 50. But in this one, I'm going to go zero. All right, Keith, Tom Brady, what's your level of trust for Tom Brady heading into the playoffs? 0-50 or to the max? To the max. Uh, it would be irresponsible of me to think anything other than to the max with him. you got to have all the trust in the world despite his offensive line, although they possibly could be getting some help back on the offensive line. It's Tom damn Brady. And, and even if Tom Brady is hanging around late in the fourth quarter, I'm scrapping every other quarterback in the National Football League, and I'm taking the old head wizard to march me down the field with no timeouts and a minute left on the clock with a 90-yard drive, I still feel that he could take it to the max. I'll go to the max. The line in this game, though, Monday night football. Oh, come on, playoffs, Cowboys at Bucks. Cowboys favored by three on the road. Oh, I'm going with Tom here. I just think that sometimes the sports gods build the moments – for the sports goats. And here's another opportunity for the goat of the sport of football to come through on the biggest stage. Sounds like a Odds book. Gods to win and goats. conference. Gods and goats. Gods Sounds and like goats. a book. All right. I'm going to go 50 because Tom Brady does n- lacks protection up front. 
because he's 100 years old and because he's on an inferior team, I'm going to go 50. But, but that's saying a lot. I still have Uh-oh. confidence in Brady in spite of the circumstances. But I can't go 100 because he's up against a real good pass rush and he doesn't have protection and he's not mobile. There you go, So Pete. I'll go 50. The Max Kellerman slight on Tom Brady. <laughs> he could use well, he doesn't, he doesn't like you for a couple of reasons. Yep. Mm-hmm. One reason is Brady's still playing. Brady Another needs. reason oh. is the Giants, even though the Giants beat him twice, it was one of those deals where he's scratching and clawing. Twice. You know, beat him twice. Of course they Super beat him Bowl. twice. Oh, I'm glad you brought up the uh, Giants, Key. To the max, what's your level of trust for Daniel Jones heading into the playoffs? I would say max. Uh, I, I think that he's grown over this year with Brian Dable and the offense doing their part and Saquon Barkley in the backfield. He's not turning the football over nearly the way he was over the last several years. He has confidence. They rested him this past week. I think he rolls into Minnesota, and I like the I like the Giants' chances strong against the Minnesota Vikings in Minnesota this weekend in a playoff game. I'm taking him all the way to the max. Yeah, if I'm giving Tom Brady the max, and the standard is set pretty high in my opinion, so I'll go 50 on Daniel Jones. I think he has enough to get it there. Uh, playoff, so we'll see on the road. If there's anything, though, Minnesota is the matchup that you want because of so many close tight games. Yeah, I'll go 50 only because he has no one to throw the ball to. You know, and so and and he's but he's done such a good job in not trying to play hero ball this year to stay disciplined, which has really given the Giants a shot to win almost every game. And then he's been big on third down and when they've really needed him. So, but like now you're in the playoffs. There's no tomorrow, and and Bellinger is probably your best pass catcher. That could be a problem, and so I, I can't go 100. I'll go f- to the max. I'll go does 50. It does make me wonder, though, they beat the Vikings. How much more money will he earn with that playoff win? Where, where, where does his projection More sign? money than you, Jay. Well, shocker. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm surprised the Giants haven't already signed him. <laughs> you know, like I would have locked him up, you know, three, four games into this season. Here's three years, 75. Key was like, it's going to take 90. Done. Here's three years, 90. I won't even negotiate. <laughs> take it. Anyway. All right, uh, Key, uh, Kirk, Kirk Cousins, what's your level of Zero. trust? For- <laughs> All right, cool. Zero. I don't, I don't trust Kirk Cousins at all whatsoever. And I, and I know it sounds like we pile on him. The only thing he does is win football games. But in the, matter, in the moment, it matters most in the truth in the moment. Kirk Cousins has always seemed to let us down and disappoint us. So mm-hmm. let's see if this is true. If he takes care of business against the Giants and move on to the divisional round, maybe there's a different conversation. But as of right now, zero. So what's the difference between Kirk Cousins and Dak Prescott? What makes you trust Dak Prescott with the 50? Well, because I like Dak Prescott. What moments have you seen Dak Prescott come through? It's not, it's not about the moments of me seeing him come through, Jay. I like him more than I like Kirk Cousins. He's a little bigger, stronger, like, faster. I like him. Yeah, I, I think he, I get I think that you he, like, but I'm he, talking about results. I think he talking... created some issues for himself here lately by turning the football over. Yeah, I... And my hope is that he corrects that going into Monday night's game or else he'll be here with us along with Kirk Cousins. See, All of us Keith, will be on TV and radio together. Keith, see, I, I get that you see you like the talent aspect, like the ceiling of Dak is better, right? I understand that. But, like, I'm talking about just result-oriented. But so, I, like, I'm going to trust are the same. in this situation – I'm gonna for for this week. I'm gonna trust Dak Prescott more than I am Kirk Cousins. Okay, all right. The level of trust in the NFC playoffs this week with quarterbacks, I trust Dak Prescott more than I do Kirk Cousins. Okay, I don't trust Kirk Cousins. Kirk, I can't even say his name. Kirk, I go zero. All right, listen to this. I I 
I Kirk Cousins has grown on me this year. And the reason is his team has come through. Like, I believe that the quarterback has an effect on the basic energy and mentality of the team. I notice Carson Wentz deflates teams. Jalen Hurts pumps them up, right? Like, I, I, can, I like that effect. I've seen Kirk Cousins win a lot of close games. And that means to me the team likes playing with them. Not that just they're very talented, but they win too many close games. So I got to go 50 on him. He's grown on me. I think he may have turned a corner in the last couple of years in terms of that stuff Key's talking about. Because until recently, I felt I would have gone zero. I yeah, felt the see, same when way. You, when you look at certain teams, like how many times is Justin Jefferson going to jump over somebody's head, catch it with one hand at the end of a game, and then Josh Allen going to fumble at the goal line, or somebody's going to kick a 68-yard field. I'm like it's, it's just not – I don't see it happening like that with Kirk Cousins. I just don't. Yep. Well, I, I, believe me, I understand why. To the max level of trust for NFC quarterbacks here on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max. You can go 0, 50, or to the max. What you got, Shannon? All right, the last one for you fellas here, Keyshawn. Brock Purdy. What's your level of trust for Brock Purdy heading into the playoffs? To the max. And the reason that is is because I think Kyle Shanahan and company is going to do the right things by him to not put him in a situation where the game is in his hands. Okay? It's going to be in Christian McCaffrey's hands. It's going to be in Debo Samuel's hands. It's going to be in Bosa's hands. It's going to be in that defensive hands. It's not going to be in Brock Purdy's hands. That's why I can trust him to the max. I'll go 50 uh, just because of the lack of experience in the playoffs. And I do think the team is absolutely loaded. Uh, I do think they will be in the Super Bowl. Um, I just don't, you know, never having seen it before, I'll go 50. Right, I ought to go 50 because that is sound logic, Jay. I'm going to go to the max. There's something about this kid I like. <laughs> I don't know. It looks good to me. And they're so loaded. He doesn't try to do too much. He's made the yeah. plays he's need to make. I got to go to the just, max, even just though do what you I do, shouldn't. Kid. I shouldn't, but I'm going to the max. That's the way just I feel about tell it. Him you, you walk up to him, Jay, before the game, you kneel down next to him and say, man, just do what you do, kid. Do right, I'd have gone to the max on Daniel Jones if he had a single receiver, yeah. but he doesn't. So, like, but, but Purdy certainly does. All right, that was to the max. Level of trust for NFC quarterbacks in the playoffs. He Guys, hasn't lost, huh? Mm-mm. Purdy hasn't lost. Nope. Nope. No losses. Interesting. With the college football playoffs expanding to 12 teams, that would be in 2024, guys, in case you're wondering. <laughs> let me hold on. Let me check, Max. Yes, yes. Trust but verify. 24, 25. Yeah, 24, 25. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, that's good. Trust but verify. Yeah, trust but verify. I got to verify it just in case. Hey, what's going to be more of a reality? Exciting games like like we saw in the two semifinals or non-competitive matchups like in the championship game? Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small, and when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you 
to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. It's worse to get there and get mollywhopped than it is to, you know, not get there at all to me. Like, See, I, I'd get rather you. get there. I'd rather get there. No, I'd, I'd rather get there. You I'd get rather there get as, there, Max. As athletes, First year head coach. Yeah, but see, you're thinking like a, you're thinking like a fan, yeah. man. Yeah, but most of the people listening to us right now are fans. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Harry Douglas. Guys, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Harry's work. He's the host of Fitz and Harry. Co-host. That's noon to 3 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and watch ESPN. Mr. Douglas. Where is he? How y'all doing, fellas? Good yeah, morning. What's going on, Harry? How so you doing, man? Doing good. You know, out here on this West Coast, this time change is a bit difficult, but I figured it out, um, and then I got to leave right tonight. So, Harry, we've been talking about it all morning. Would you rather get blown out in a championship game? I'm talking about 65 to 7, or just not get there? You know, lose tough in the semifinal. What would you rather? Oh, no, no, no. I, I would rather get to that national championship game. Because it's just something different when you get there. When you get there, you have an opportunity. Um, granted, TCU got blown out last night, but, you know, a lot of people on the outside looking in, and they're going to be commenting other teams on TCU. Well, TCU can say this. You didn't get there, and you happened to be watching us play on Monday night. So mm-hmm. it is what it is. All right. So there's Harry Douglas weighing in on it. I just, but also, as a fan of a team, I just would re- – like I, I remember the Giants getting just destroyed by the Ravens. The one Super Bowl they lost that they got to, I was like, man, for that, I wish they wouldn't have gotten there. Yeah, and here we had a lot. We had a lot of uh, people calling in saying, "Oh, I'd rather lose early, or rather, you know, not get there." And I'm <laughs> no, like, "No, not right. early, Jay. We're talking about losing in the semifinal. No, you we, keep changing it." Not everybody was specific about. You just changed it literally 30 minutes ago. No, that's we've been the, saying all day. That's not the way it started off four <laughs> yes, hours yes, ago. Yes, it is, no, it's guys, not. guys, guys. No <laughs> arguing this morning, guys. But AC, so, I was like, so the Dallas Cowboys. You think the Dallas Cowboys would rather not get? You know, blown out in the Super Bowl. You think they'd rather lose in the NFC Conference Championship? No, they'd rather get there. No, no, no. Exactly. Dallas Cowboys would rather get blown out in the Super Bowl versus not even making the Super Bowl at all. Trust me. But we're not talking about sorry franchises. We're talking about the powerhouses, Harry, not the ones who hasn't won in 27 <laughs> years. <laughs> so, Harry, let me ask you this because I, 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 um, um, I keep thinking about this. Stetson Bennett, right? Mm-hmm. Balling, dominating college football over the last year and a half, just doing what he does. But they're not trying to package him up and sell him to me as he's going to be a first round this and a second round that and a third round this, and he's going to be the next Dan Marino. None of that. Is this the reason I like him? Because they're not trying to package him up and sell him to me? He's just out there doing his job? Well, I'll tell you, Key, uh, one of the things that I love about Stetson Bennett is that 
he 100% understands that a lot of people didn't want him in the position that he's in right now, but he's in that position right now, and he's going to let everyone know it. But do it with some moxie, but not cockiness. You know what I mean? So he's a lovable type of dude. And I'll tell you, I wasn't sold on him last year early on when he started playing, but he has grown on me. And I can honestly sit up here and say I love me some Stetson Bennett. I love his his mindset, the way he coaches the game, the way he is with his teammates. I call him, you call him Stetson, I call him Stepquavius. He got some Stepquavius in him. Stepquavius? <laughs> yeah. he, he got some Quay in him, so that means he from, yeah, he got he's straight quavius. from the dirty, uh-huh. dirty. That's yeah. some- Stequavius. Yeah. He got some Stequavius in him. It's like Joe Burrow. Joe got some Joseph in him. Mm-hmm. You know? Exactly. And, Chi, I also say this. Like, and I said this last night in the production office at the stadium, is that Stetson Bennett is not going to be a first through five-round pick. He might be a six, six, seventh rounder. might be a free agent. But I can actually see a team, because of his mindset and the adversity that he's been through his entire career, saying, you know what, let's let this guy, you know, come on our practice squad and work and grind and potentially see if he can, you know, be a hell of a backup. I can honestly see that happening. Sort of kind of like a McSorley type thing at Penn State. Yep. Yep. Harry, so, you know, a lot of conversation starts today, back-to-back national championships for Kirby Smart in Georgia. And – Things start to circulate around who is the best coach in college football right now. I still mm-hmm. think it's Nick Saban because of his yep. history and what he's been able to, you know, kind of sustain over a period of time. It does make me wonder if Alabama were in the CFP, how would it be? But what do you say? Who's the best college football coach right now in the game? Yeah, Nick Saban is still the best college football coach. Um, I understand sometimes, you know, we get enamored by the – the now and what's going on right now, but you just can't erase all the national championships. And just in case people didn't notice, Nick Saban just had the number one recruiting class in college football this past this past year. So Raise they're going to be uh, reloading as, as well as well as Georgia too, though. But I'll say this: Kirby Smart is on his heels. Um, he's a disciple of Nick Saban. He's done a great job, and I can honestly see Georgia right back in the thick of things next season, their schedule might be one of the easiest in college football next year. Hey, Harry Douglas, let me ask you this. If, if, because Jay proposed this earlier, if Alabama plays Georgia national title game next year and Kirby mm-hmm. Smart beats Nick Saban, what do you say about it then? Who's the number one coach in college football? Then the tides will turn because now, now you have Kirby Smart who have won the national championship three years in a row. And two of them would have been against Nick Saban. So now the tides would return for that third one. So, Harry, you were saying – I wanted you to finish with your thought, too. Georgia has the easiest schedule next year. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, this schedule is so cupcake. Um, I think the really only the, hard, the hardest game that they may have next year is against Tennessee, and they got to go to Tennessee. Um, mm-hmm. Auburn, we still don't know what Auburn's going to be. Kentucky, they might be something, but I think Tennessee is the only game on their schedule right now until they get into the SEC championship game uh, that can really pose them some problems. And, and I really don't think they can pose them problems because Tennessee, uh, they have a young cat coming in, freshman at, at the quarterback position, but we all know how that can be sometimes when you're going against a Kirby Smart defense and you have a young young cat at, at, at the quarterback position. 
and those exotic blitzes started getting home. We see what happened to Max Duggan last night, and he's not even a young quarterback. So I just think Georgia has an opportunity to honestly three-peat next year. Yeah, and I take it Louisville's not on that schedule. So, Key, here we go. We're not doing this. Oh, no, I'm just this, saying. Key. I just was taking it that Louisville wasn't on uh, <laughs> Georgia's schedule. That's all. Yeah, because, you know, they got an easy schedule. So, of course, Louisville wouldn't be on there. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm giving you some love, see? You thought I was trying to slice you up. I wasn't doing that. Well, Key, I'm, I'm on my way to where you at right now. So, we're going to see face-to-face. Oh, you coming to work? Yeah, I'm on the way to work right now. What? Me and Fitz. Fitz in the car with me. Harry and Fitz, baby. Who, who, 12 noon and 3 p.m. Eastern. Who is Fitz? Monday through Friday. Jason, Jason Lamone. Stop, stop. Don't, who? Don't answer him seriously, Harry. The, the show know, is called knows who Jason The show is, is called Fitz and Harry. You got to check it out. It's noon to 3 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio on ESPN app. You on said watch Fritz ESPN. or Fitz? You my guy, Jay. You my guy, well, Jay. Hey, is it Fitz I'm, or I'm Fritz? A, I'm gonna say this. I'm going to say this really quick, y'all, and uh, Kirby Smart said it last night, but I've been saying it for the last two months, and people thought I was crazy when I, say it, when I said it. Stetson Bennett has now become the most famous Georgia Bulldog of all time. Wow. You're crazy. What? You know right. who the, that is you know Harry who the most famous guy is? Guy that is Harry, Harry Douglas, ladies and Harry gentlemen. Key. He used to play Key. another position called running back, but never mind. Key. That's Harry Douglas. This is Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max Quavius, ESPN Radio. Max Kevin Durant <laughs> is expected to miss a month with a sprained MCL, guys. Do the Nets have enough to stay afloat until he returns? And what should we expect from Ben Simmons? Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. KD expected to miss a month with an MCL sprain. Net said... Durant, who's hurt in Sunday's win over Miami, has an isolated sprain in his right knee, will be reevaluated in two weeks. His defense came back this year to what it was it looked like before the Achilles. His offense is always great. Jay, I- I'll tell you what, when I heard the news... Dude, his it, shooting percentages were better this year than it's been in his career. Yeah, by the way, KD, when he's healthy, he's the best player. I, I know Giannis just won that one. If, now that KD in this run... KD, because he was accepting the toughest defensive challenge, but he wasn't doing it at the same level as before the injury last year. This year, 
he's defending like he did before the injury, mm-hmm. and, he's sh- and he's shooting the lights out. But so, Jay, Jay, Bob, tell me what you think. <laughs> Why are you calling me Bob, man? Jay, this is what I'm asking. Hold on, Max. Why are you calling me Bob, man? I just said J-Bob. What's J-Bob? Yeah, I don't get that. That's just a cool, cool nickname. (laughs) Where did J-Bob come from, though? I just, (laughs) J-Bob. I mean, it's just a cool nickname. A nickname comes out of nowhere. There's, like, no references. I don't want to say J. I get tired of saying J. Will, so I say J-Bob. J-Bob. Where's Bob? Yeah, not a lot of people. Just accept it. It sounds fresh. No, I'm not accepting it, and it doesn't sound fresh. J Bob, just accept it. J Bob, just anytime Keith says, just accept it. It makes me feel like the guy from Eight Mile, like you're trying to call me Cheddar Bob. Like, get out of here with that. No, J Bob is just cool, like a hoop dude. Look to the cup. There's no hoop dudes named J Bob. Yeah, yeah. Larry Bird's old neighborhood. You're a hoop. Look, you're a hoop dude, not an NBA dude. You're just a hoop dude. That's all. You didn't make it to Duke. Didn't make it to college. You just J Bob. I would so like to get back to KD. I'd like to get back to KD before Jay we get Bob. out of here. Yeah, guys. I was trying to tell him to take it from you. Jay Bob, just let it go. <laughs> oh, here you go. What is wrong with you guys? So, so that's something Jay Bob would say. <laughs> look, that was so cheesy. Look, you. let me let me ask you this, Jay. Me, when I first got like when that? I first got the news, right? I'm thinking, if, look, a Nets fan's got to be thinking. Just tell me that KD comes back this season at some point. As, as what the KD that we've seen with enough ramp, enough runway before the playoffs that he could get into a rhythm. That's basically the news we got, right? Yeah, I agree. But I'm going to need my name changed on the TV screen. Before but he's only, he's only, he's only, uh, I'm going to need my name changed. Out of, about a, what, a nope. month? Key, I need my name changed on the screen. You can't have my Twitter handle. There you go. That's better. Yeah, it's J-Bob. It's not J. At J, at the real J-Wheel. <laughs> right? <laughs> Ain't that? <laughs> The real I'm surrounded Williams. by children. You guys are no. a little child. So he has. So he's going to be out about a month. So that's plenty of time for him to get back healthy and for for the Nets to continue to keep rolling. That's what I'm saying. You right, Jose? I'm out. I'm out. This one. You guys got it. Man, what? What? Why are you acting you like a spoiled it. brat? No. Oh, now I'm. A, I'm J. Bob. Now I'm a spoiled brat. Because you, we're trying to get <laughs> some. <laughs> Why don't you let me finish my monologue, Key? What made him think of Bob? <laughs> no, because I, I was thinking of his middle name. Hey, yo! And I was like, okay, Jason, Bob, Williams, so J-Bob. Just let me finish my monologue. Every time I come on here, all you do is you interrupt me. Well, right, now we're waiting. <laughs> I'm I, got, I, got, I got nothing to say. I'm done. I'm out. You, you got it. Let's get to the highlights. <laughs> um, what should we expect from Ben Simmons, Jay? Grow up. To get to the free throw line. I got it. Shannon, take it away. Yates. Yates, come in with your basketball. I'm genuinely curious. I'm done. I'm genuinely curious. What's going to happen? I I shouldn't have done that because I really wanted to know what he wanted to say. myself. Jay Beasy, what's up with LeBron, man? Beasy, does does Jay Beasy work? I'm out. Yeah, Jay Beasy. By the way, I don't know what your middle name is. I'm out. What is your actual middle name? Why are you Jay, acting I'm spoiled? No, I'm serious. I don't have a middle name. Yeah, JB. What's your middle name? Key, Why what's you... your middle name? No, Key is your middle name. No, Keyshawn's my middle name. Right, Key, right. Keyshawn's your middle yeah. name. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't have a middle name. Me neither. Okay, so so answer my question. What's up with LeBron James, man? I don't like you. <laughs> Come on. No, I don't. Before we get to LeBron, I want to know what about Ben Simmons. Okay, so since you're not going to talk basketball. So anyway, um, 
It was a great run in football yesterday. <laughs> Come on, man. I want to know what's up with LeBron. You're he, killing his, it. He's moving his legs. He's got his arms oh, crossed the whole thing. He's right now. All right. We'll this stop. Guy's we'll stop. Posture, Max. We will stop. Tell me about that. So, ben Max, Simmons. let me ask you this. What, what's up with Ben Simmons? I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask Jay. Hold <laughs> no, on. no, no. What's you up with Ben it. Simmons? Tell me about KD's defense. I'll tell you what. KD been playing defense. If uh, do you think that Ben Simmons should Why be initiating the? Question? Do you, should Ben Simmons be playing point guard? Ben Simmons needs to be the Ben Simmons that he was supposed to be. Like there's there's no way the team can sustain without Ben Simmons being the aggressive Ben Simmons back when he was in Philadelphia. I'm not talking about the Ben Simmons that shrunk on the court. And during the playoffs, I'm talking about the Ben Simmons back in the day when people were comparing that Ben Simmons to LeBron James, like because he has the body, he has the sides. It just needs to have the aggression. That's the only way that you're going to be able to sustain any kind of level of success without KD being. So on the where court. is he on that on that journey and that spectrum? Where is like I say, where is he? Ben Simmons issue a free throw for like 12 games. Like you need him to be aggressive. Like can he can he be Magic Johnson light? He Can to, he run the point and be Magic Johnson like? He already is that to a degree. It's just not he's not that. Let me take that back. It's he has the skill set to be something like that, Key. But Magic had that different kind of mentality to him. I don't I don't see Ben having that at this stage of his career yet. You know, there, there was a time not that long ago where if you would have said who's the most exciting player and young athlete in the world, young of the young guys. I'd have been the way Ben Simmons was on those breaks and and at like it was a six foot ten, but better handles than LeBron ever had, right? Crazy vision and passing and everything. Well that's why and that's why I said Magic Johnson like. Yeah. Yeah. It but fast. Look, there's no like the And probably a better there. defender. Yeah, great defender on five positions. All healthy. The Nets would be there at the end of the day because of the way KD and Kyrie have played. By the way, you haven't heard anything about Kyrie at all other than just him destroying people left and right. right? That's so good. They, Kyrie's they been killing the game. They their groove yep. offensively and defensively, and Jock Vaughn has been doing good. one hell of a job. I think when it comes to the cream of the crop in the Eastern Conference, uh, you know, the Bucks had a good win last night against the Knicks. I think the Bucks will be there, even though being down Chris Middleton still hurts him when it's all said and done. I, I think the Celtics are the best team. In the Eastern Conference right now, and Jay, we I, went. You, you took me to a Nets game uh, last year, and was it last year? I guess so. Last year, and we're and we're watching, and it's like they they don't really have a plan with Nash's head coach. They're just okay. It's KD, it's Kyrie, it's KD. But is that where are they with Jacques Vaughn right now in terms of that respect? Stuff? I, I mean, they they were like on a twelve game win streak. No, I understand they're yeah. beating a lot of bad teams actually, but they're winning them all. They're they're winning almost all of them. But where are they in terms Respect. of relying so, so, on talent I'll, I'll versus... Something. There was a play that happened the other night, forget who they're playing against, where literally the huddle inside on the court, you saw a moment between KD and Kyrie, where KD said the play was drawn up for KD, and KD said, no, like let's do it this way for Kyrie. And mm. literally Kyrie made the shot. It was like just one of those moments in which you can tell the way they're governing each other is different and better. All right, I hear you, JB. J-Bob, baby. PDA for me, J-Bob. For PDA, bro. All right, JB. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. PDA for me, man. The PDA. You don't want PDA. coming up. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.
Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.